The sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. So, uh... This whole program is about Rochester real estate, the Rochester area. I had conversations over the past week, and I ran into two different people who insisted that we were experiencing a bubble market for real estate. Oh, gosh, I hear it all the time. And I I had to spend about 25 minutes trying to explain to them that that's not the case. (laughs) It it is not the case. I was actually just at a family wedding, and I have a... A cousin's son who buys houses and flips them, and he was all excited. He said, oh, you know, now that this forbearance thing is coming to an end, people are going to start losing their houses, so keep your eyes out. I want to buy houses. And I was like, this is not, you guys, this is not a repeat of what happened in 2008-9. It's not. This is completely different. And, yes, there have been special programs in place, and people have been able to, you know, um, put off paying their mortgage payments without that being held negatively against them. And some of those people, now that you know those things are being lifted, some of those people aren't going to be able to make their mortgage payments. But that doesn't mean they're going to lose their house. Because if you remember, Andy, I just told you a few weeks ago that of all the houses in the United States, only 2% of all mortgages have negative equity. Okay? Right. And I'm going to tell you that there are very few of those around here. So even if you are at a point where you can't afford, and I hope people are listening close, because even if you are at a point where you can't afford your house anymore, maybe you did lose your house because, your excuse me, your job because of COVID, or maybe you do feel like, oh, this is more than I can pay and I just, I'm not comfortable. So put your house up for sale and sell it and you will make enough money to pay off your mortgage and have some money in your pocket to go pay for some rent or buy something less expensive or whatever it is. But there's very few people that should have any sort of financial distress over this. So I hope that, and I think a lot of times the factor is that people are humiliated, like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to lose my house. I haven't made my payments. And a lot of them got really behind because of knowing that they couldn't be evicted. They just didn't get as concerned about it. And I think now people are like, okay, um, I don't want to tell somebody that I haven't made my payments and that now I can't get caught up or now I, I just don't want to keep going forward. And so they wait for one of these companies to come and say, we'll give you this much cash right now. Okay, and it's enough to just skate by and pay off the bank and not make any money. And truth be told... I'm going to guess that 99 out of 100 times that person could have listed it, put it through, you know, put it on the market, listed it, sold it, and come out much better financially. So I just can't spread that word enough that we are here to help you to assess, you know, what is my house worth? Am I going to be able to sell this and get some money in my pocket at the end of the day? Because I'm going to promise you it's a yes. I have no problem believing that at all, especially in this neck of the woods, as they like to say. Is that 2% underwater thing, is that normal? I mean, there's it obviously... Oh, my gosh. It's never been that low. Ever, oh, really? Ever, ever. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think that there have been a lot of people that 
had negative. Well, you know, because like people, there was times where you'd pay something for a house and the next year it's like, oh my gosh, it's not even worth that now. I mean, we've just seen the steady increase in values, right? So with that steady increase in value, okay, think about this. According to the latest Home Price Insights reports from CoreLogic, home prices have risen 18.1% since this time last year. So if what you own has gone up by 18% in a year, it's tough to have negative equity. Yeah, even if you put all the closing costs and everything else into the mortgage, yeah, you're still not going to have a problem with it. Right. It's really tough to have negative equity. So I think that people need to put their, um, I don't know, humility or embarrassment aside and say, okay, it is what it is. I want to just call somebody and see what this house is worth. If I can no longer afford it, I'll sell it. I'll get my money, yeah. put some money back in the pocket, pay off the loan and move on. It's called live and learn. It happens. Yep. But I just don't want people to get into that feeling where they, they wait for these Ugh, blood suckers to come knocking saying, oh, you're going to get foreclosed on. You know, I've been to the sheriff's sale. I know you've been notified. And instead of going through all this, I'll give you pennies on the dollar, basically enough to get them out of the situation they're in. And it's sad. I think that That's as, horribly as, sad. And as professional realtors, I believe, and I know a lot of actual realtors do that, and I'm not saying that to bash them because they're doing it to help people, but I feel like the way we help people is to say, I can help you make a profit on this house if you're in a situation where you need to sell it. So I feel like I can't spread that word enough. So if anybody who's listening knows anybody who's getting into trouble and feels like they can't hang onto their house, we'll be happy to tell them what they could sell it for and I bet you it will be music to their ears. I really feel confident about that. And the one thing um, I've learned from my many decades on the planet is that uh, people who get into a situation, the worst thing you can do is not take action. Is nothing. Yeah, the right. worst thing you can do is nothing. That's absolutely right. It's like sometimes it's like, oh, my God, how did I let this happen? This is so embarrassing. And, yeah, whatever. I can tell you that some people might judge someone in that situation. I certainly would not. I mean, I feel like things happen, and there's always different circumstances that account for where people end up. So if, again, if you or anyone you know is in the position where you don't think you're going to be able to continue to make your payments, give us a call, and we will definitely help you figure it out. Uh, Put that house on the market, get it sold, and get some money in your pocket. Get things moving, as they say. Get back on the track. And then you were mentioning about judging somebody or whatever. If you're lucky enough to get through life without going through a tough patch, good for you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I always say this, and you've probably heard me say it before. If you can fix it with money, it's not a real problem. Well, there you go. I love that. Yes. And you know that. I mean, having just lost your brother, it's like some things you can yep. have all the money in the world. But if your health is problem, you know, you can't fix that. But if right. it's a simple situation that you've got into financially, there's usually a pretty easy fix. Yep. So. I'd love to be the person to help you gu- and help guide you through that. And this is one that you're saying that, especially around here, you could end up, you know, with a nice, uh, sizable chunk of change in your bank exactly. account that would give you options moving forward. And it might mean, okay, fine, I'm going to rent for a few years. I'm going to move home with my parents for a few years. I'm going to move in with my brother and his family for a few years. Whatever. I mean, we all have different solution, but maybe it's going to be, okay, now I'm going to build myself back up financially. So why does this... 
this bubble mentality persists despite all the evidence to the contrary? Well, I think people just can't believe that prices could continue to rise the way they have been. And there is definitely truth to that. They are going to, that rise is going to level out. Yeah, it's it going to plateau. Yes, it is. I mean, clearly, if things went up 18% year after year, oh my God. You know, I mean, there's, just, it's, there's just no way it can happen, right? But uh, listen to this little article. I love this one. Um, 11,285 reasons why you should buy a house this year. Okay. Okay. So it goes on to talk about how ownership, home ownership is the key pathway to building wealth, right? I mean, we all know that. Um, equity over the last 30 years. NAR research reveals that the average gain for homeowners over the last five years was $139,134. Wow. And over the last 10 years, 218505 Okay? Yeah. And then if you look back even further, homeowners who purchased a typical single-family existing home 30 years ago at a median sales price, get this, of 103000 with 10% down and then sold that at the median sale price of 357,000 in 2021, they accumulated housing wealth of $349,258. While living in the place. Yeah, while living in the place. And how many times have I told you that is the most, the best bank account you can have is a home because while you're building equity, it's providing you with shelter. So it is absolutely a great investment. So let's talk about prices going up. Do we have to, or do we have time, or do we have to take a break? You, your timing is perfect. We do have to take a break. So okay. We'll talk about that when we come back, and that's just a moment from right now on News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaldney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM. Hey, it's James. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaldney from Gwaldney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine. FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwalney, Gwalney Group Remax results with us this Saturday morning. We're talking about uh, the value of a home <laughs> as well, an investment and a, pl- you know, you're a place to live. Right. And so I was just talking about if you had owned a home for the last 30 years yep. that you bought and then sold. And so people are like, well, sure. Well, that's 30 years ago. This is now what happens if I buy now. So... Okay, the, the article's title was 111,285 <laughs> Reasons Why You Should Buy a House This Year. Well, okay, we just talked about how prices are going to continue to go up, but clearly they can't go up at 18% a year. I mean, right. it just they just can't. So according to uh, Home Price Expectations Survey, this is what the they surveyed over 100 economists, okay, and real estate experts, and this is what they're predicting. In 2021, home prices are going to go up by 11.74%. In 2022, that will slow down to a 5.82%. In 2023, to 3.94%. In 2024, 3.56%. And 2025, 3.55%. So normal. So it's slowing down, but getting back to normal. So what that tells you is if you were to buy a house today for $350,000, 
Over the next five years, you're going to increase your household wealth by $111,285, okay? So there is definitely still money to be made owning your home while you (laughs) are living in it. And even if it's not a house that you're living in, you know, some I know a lot of younger families that are really smart. They're buying a house as a college tuition for their toddler. And they're saying, you know what, as long as I can collect enough rent to pay the mortgage, pay the taxes, pay the insurance, I don't have to make a cent, just break even. And then by the time they're ready for college, I'll have all that equity. I can cash out, sell the house, whatever, and pay the college. So it's really smart. Yeah, Lots I of been ways. smart. Yeah, right? Lots of ways to make money with real estate, for sure. And uh, we were talking about when the real bubble did occur back in the financial crisis. I was relaying the story about my relative, and they were upside down because of what had happened and the necessity to move. And they got... You know, panicked. What do we do? What do we do? And I said, well, you can make the payments, right? <laughs> live in the place. You're going to live. You got to live somewhere. And uh, right. And I can relate to you. They recently sold that place and they were extraordinarily happy with the outcome. Yeah. It, it's like it's sort of like the stock market, right? Sometimes you look, look at the numbers and you're like, oh, not so great. It's just yeah. not the time to get out. And if you don't have to and you don't need that money, then you just wait it out. Wait out. Ride out the storm. Yep. So, yeah, we talked about is 2% negative equity normal? No, 2% negative equity is super low. Super low, wow. Super low and super great. And that means that, well, I think it was 35% of the homes had absolutely no mortgages, right? Right. And then 63% with positive equity and 2% with negative equity. So we're in a a really good place. That tells me uh, as well that long-term economy speaking... There's a lot of wealth built up to fuel expansion. Right. So we're getting a lot of the news tends to focus on all the negative and how the world's falling apart. And, oh, my gosh, everything's, (laughs) you know, as my grandmother used to say, going to hell in a handbag. (laughs) Never quite knew what that meant. (laughs) I don't write the headlines. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you don't. You just have to read what they tell you. But the truth the truth of the matter is, is I think overall, um, you know, as I've been saying week after week, our real estate market is really strong. And people, I hear a lot of that, but it's slowing down so much. It's really cooling off. And I'm like, yes, it's getting back to normal. It's still a really, really good real estate market. And when you say normal, we're still talking about a strong bias as a seller's market at this point, even though it's, you know, I hit, you know, cooling off a little bit. Okay, so um, I'm going to read a little something to you. It says, what do the past years tell us about today's real estate market? As you follow the news, you'll likely see the headlines discussing what's going on in today's housing market. Chances are high that some of the more recent storylines you come across mention terms like cooling down or <laughs> slowing down, right? Well, what does it really mean? So it goes on to tell you that today's home sales are still well ahead of the more normal years that led up to the health crisis and houses are still selling faster than usual. So when headlines mention that a market is slowing, 
Sellers may naturally wonder if their house will sell as quickly as they like. And according to the most recent Realtors Confidence Index from the National Association of Realtors, homes are still selling at a record speed with an average 17 days on the market. Is that what okay? it is now, 17? Yeah. That's nationally. Yeah. And I, so, and I remember when, when it dropped to like 60, everybody was super happy. Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is really. I mean, it is such a good market, and and we are getting a little more inventory, which is a great thing because what that means is if you're one of those buyers that got beat up all summer long right. and had to, you know, bid far over the asking price and still not get the house, it might be a little more comfortable out there now because there are fewer offers. It doesn't mean you won't get into multiple offers, and it doesn't mean you're going to get any steal of a deal on a house because sellers are still getting right. for the most part what they're asking. But it's really refreshing to be able to go in and offer what they're asking and not have to fight for it and not have to go 10 and 20 and 30 and 40 and 50,000 over. So it's still, you guys, great time to be a buyer. And for the sellers, it's still a great time to be a seller. So real estate market, awesome. On the seller side, um, there was only one, there's been a number of sales in my area. So, you know, we're all nosy. We want to know what's going on. <laughs> oh, your area and every other area too. <laughs> and there's only one house that didn't really go for the asking price. And it was because we all knew right away that it was, away overpriced. That it was <laughs> overpriced. Everybody in the neighborhood knew, well, they're, they're asking that much. You got to be kidding me. And admittedly, they came close. They came still, yeah. they came very close. Well, and sometimes they, people just get like, like sucked in like oh my god if they're sold for 200 mine is so much better mine will probably sell for 300 well yours is so much better to you because it's your taste not their taste it's not necessarily better from an appraisal standpoint you know remember the appraiser isn't appraising your house on your great decorating skills or the paint colors or the backsplash. They're going by the year built, the quality of the construction. Square footage. The square footage, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms. Yeah, all those things. So you might not necessarily have all that extra added value. All right. We do have to take another break again. We'll be back with uh, more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're chatting with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and uh, I'm convinced... It's time to buy a house. No, I have one already, but... Well, you can buy another if you, you want. Well, actually, you brought up the investment side of it, mm-hmm. and that, that is intriguing to say the very least. Do you have any other great reasoning for us? Uh, well, how about this? Rents post biggest increase since 2006. Oh, gosh. I mean, if you're out there in that rental market, you see what's happening. The prices are going crazy. Yep. And they were able to just kind of... Um, take advantage of the fact that there were buyers out there unable to win in multiple offers and needed a place to live. And maybe renting wasn't even their first choice, but let's face it, if you don't have a place to live and you can't find a house to buy or you can't you know, win in multiple offer situation, rent is a lot of times where they end yeah. up. And the biggest, I mean, 
you know, I'm not a huge advocate for renting. I don't, I know some people, it's a better idea. You know, it just, they're going to live here for six months, so they're not going to buy a house. Or um, not sure if they're going to like the area. It's so different from where they're coming from. Or I want to rent a little while to see which part of town I want to live in. I mean, yep. there's always times it makes sense. But for the long haul, I mean, I hope people are listening to how you build wealth by owning your home. You can pay that rent. You might as well just open the window, throw it out, because you're building nothing. I remember you're providing when, shelter. That's it. Yep. I remember when I had that epiphany multiple decades ago, I said, what are we doing? Right. Exactly. It's like this money that we're giving to this landlord and and um, making his life better yes. <laughs> is not really helping us down the road. You know, it's not helping us build that equity, which so many people rely on that equity in their home to live on when it comes time to retire. So it's like, it's really, really important. And again, I know I've said this numerous times as well, but just in case somebody new is listening, sometimes people just don't think they will qualify. They just don't think that they don't see themselves as a potential homeowner because they don't really realize there are programs out there that could help them get in. I mean, in the last year, I've sold houses to a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 21-year-old. And I love that because I'm like, these kids are so smart. They're getting in there. Their monthly payment is less than what they could pay for rent, yet they have a much better place to live and they're building wealth. So when I see that happen, it just excites me. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, those young people, um, I, I wonder if they can even imagine where they're going to be at. Uh, a few years down the line when they they have real significant equity. Yeah, it's just awesome. You know, it's just so fun to watch and to help make it happen. I I just absolutely love it. I have a a close relative who is renting short-term for one of the three reasons you did list. They moved to a different place and they want to get the lay of the land before they choose where they want to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to get to know the place. And they told me the rent that they're paying. I was, oh my gosh. Isn't it something? You you could afford a close to $400,000 house on the rent that they're being charged. It's a nice place. Listen, we have have nice apartments right here in Rochester, Minnesota that are renting for prices that you could afford a $400,000 house right here in Rochester instead of that two-bedroom apartment. So, you know, again, I know it makes sense for some people, but for the majority, you should definitely check it out. You know, give me a call. I'll set you up with a lender. We'll see if it's something you do qualify for. You might be pleasantly surprised. And, you know, a lot of young people buy the house and then get a couple roommates. They collect the rent and let the roommates basically pay their mortgage. It's just so smart. So there's lots of ways out there to make it happen and use that home as your future wealth. You know, it's a smart thing to do. You know, you say you're going to live here for a short period of time. How long a period of time does it need to be where it's worthwhile to start looking at a house? Well. A year? I mean, at this rate, you know, if they're going to go up in the next year by, what I say, 11%, and it costs you, you know, 6 or 7% to well, sell it, yeah. okay? I mean, you've made money, and you've yeah. lived for free for a whole year. So, yeah, what I used to tell people is three to five years. Now I tell them, you're not going to lose. You're not going <laughs> to lose. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And it still so is. If it's, it's still the American dream. I, I, I read a survey not three four days ago. It was a nationwide survey. Um, 
and it showed overwhelming that people, this is what they want. They want to own their own place. Well, you want the freedom. People love their pets. You know, living in a rental with pets sometimes isn't allowed, and other times is very restricted. And if you live in close close quarters, if it's an apartment or something like that, it can be quite annoying. You know, so I think pets are a big reason that a lot of the young people want to buy houses. They they love those dogs and cats. <laughs> so it works for me. Are we seeing? You mentioned just a moment ago we're seeing more inventory. Yeah, a little, so we're. Is this kind of like a more normal fall, at least when we compare it to a year or so ago? Um, well, if we compare it to a year ago, it's definitely much more normal looking because typically in the fall, we'll start to see more inventory, you know, less of a shortage. So it's a better uh, supply demand ratio, but we still have far fewer listings than we have buyers okay. because we still have phenomenal interest rates out there and buyers ready to get in there and start building that equity and take advantage of those low interest rates. So if you're a seller, if you think you missed it, you didn't miss it. There, It's still a really good time to put your house on the market. There's lots of buyers out there that as long as you've got a house that's in good repair, well, not even necessarily depending on the price, <laughs> but as long as it's priced according to the condition, I should say it's going to sell. Okay. And that's okay? definitely something you're there to help with. Of course. Putting the correct price on the place. Of course. If it's priced right, it's going to sell. And I, I can confidently tell people when they say to me, how fast is my house going to sell? Maybe three hours, maybe three days, <laughs> but I can tell you that if we have it priced right, you're going to have it sold within the first 30 days. I can promise you that. And that so. is unbelievably quick. In a oh, and a, yeah, yeah, it's Historically, really good. it's crazy quick. It so, is really good. I guess yeah. this is the time of the day or the hour where I ask you if, for all the above reasons, uh, people should call you <laughs> and, and talk about the very things we're talking about. Um, should I be in the market? Can I get in the market? How do I get in the market? Either as a buyer or a seller? And if, I feel like, and if I feel like my house is stressing me out and I can't afford it, I'd love to help yes. talk to you about that as well. So, yeah. you know, no matter what your question is, never be embarrassed, never be ashamed, and never be afraid to call me. And my cell phone number is 507-259-4926. All right, Robin. You have a great uh, rest of the weekend and week. Thanks. I'm going to go uh, give away pumpkins at the Dairy Queen in Wabasha oh, okay. from, from noon till three today. So, <laughs> On the Gophers Sports Network, from Learfield, Gophers.